Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode features an interview with Zillow economist Matthew Speakman. In this episode, Speakman discusses the latest existing home sales report, which indicates that existing home sales fell 6.6% in February to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.22 million, according to the National Association of Realtors. During the episode, Speakman dives into what factors may have contributed to this slowdown, as well as what homebuyer demand and inventory levels mean for the housing market going forward. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. To heighten the discussion, Housing Wire is launching Honest Conversations, a new mini podcast series to examine the state of minority home ownership in America. For eight weeks starting in February, please join Housing Wire Daily each Wednesday as we aim to provide listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the home ownership gap. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today, I'm joined by Zillow economist Matthew Speakman. Matthew, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to get started by discussing the latest existing home sales report from the National Association of Realtors, indicating that existing home sales fell 6.6% in February to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.22 million, but are 9.1% higher than last year. So can you dive a little deeper on what factors contributed to this slowdown? Yeah, sure thing. So I, I think it's a couple of key factors. First is um, the winter weather that much of the uh, the country experienced, the really harsh conditions uh, through February that Texas and other places uh, really had to experience. You know, normally existing home sales measure buying and selling activity actually from a month or even two months before the reported month, um, just due to how the nature, uh, due to the nature of how the data are compiled. But, but I think in this case, the weather actually did impact February's report just due to some closings that might not have been able to take place. Uh, so that actually ends up, uh, leaves us with a bit more of a backlog of sales uh, for the months to come. So, you know, I, I think the weather was one factor. And the other is, um, you know, the inventory element, specifically 
a lack of listing activity. Um, you know, through much of 2020, particularly in the second half of 2020, uh, we saw that overall inventory was down quite a bit, but you know, actually new listing activity, people putting their homes on the market was keeping pace with, with previous years. Um, and due to high buyer demand and homes selling very quickly, um, the overall stock was down, but, but activity levels were actually on par with previous years. Um, that hasn't been the case thus far to begin the year. Uh, we have seen listing activity kind of take a bit of a step back um, although I think the weather might have exacerbated those, those declines as well. Um, you know, I think the last thing with the sales figures as well is it's important to remember that we're still 9.1% above last year's pace. And keep in mind, that's before the pandemic arrived. The housing market was in really great shape heading into the pandemic. And the fact that we're at least 9% above last year's pace uh, as the economy continues to improve, as the labor market is showing some signs of strength, I do think that that bodes well for home sales going forward. It's interesting. We're definitely going to talk about inventory in just a bit, but let's discuss the nation's median existing home price, which according to NAR rose to $313,000, which is 15.8% higher from one year ago with prices rising in every region. So can you discuss what is behind these price increases? And from your perspective, do you believe there's a ceiling to how high prices can go before they start to cool off? Right. Yeah. Prices are, are another huge story. Uh, you know, our measure of home values, the Zillow Home Value Index, uh, which kind of measures the entire housing stock as opposed to just those that sold, uh, is up 9.9% year over year. That's the highest annual appreciation since April 2006. Uh, it's up 1.1% on the month alone. So just really strong growth. And I think, again, a couple of things are, are factoring in here. And I mentioned them both earlier. First is the tight supply. Um, so, you know, inventory is, is down overall and that places more uh, competition in the market. Um, it, it leads to more bidding wars, et cetera, pushing prices up. Um, and then another is just this surge of demand, which again, factors in the competition. And one thing to note about the demand is it seems as if the sources are really organic. There are a lot of people who are aging into what are viewed as sort of traditional home buying, home ownership age, you know, about 5 million more 25 to 35 year olds in mid 2020 than there were in, in 2010. Um, you know, another factor is what we're calling here, the great reshuffling. That is people, you know, the pandemic and pandemic driven effects on day-to-day -day life are leading people to sort of rethink and reevaluate what they need out of their home, how much space they need, what amenities, um, you know, where they can live, et cetera. Um, and so that's leading to, to increased demand as well. So, you know, all in all, I think this, this tight supply and, and the organic, you know, elevated levels of demand are combining to push prices higher. You know, as we're as for where uh, prices go from here, um, you know, I don't think either of these trends are, are going to change markedly anytime soon. We here expect growth in prices to further accelerate through uh, much of the year, peaking in about the middle of 2021, uh, but overall, uh, you know, remaining quite strong uh, through the rest of the calendar year. I think that growth will abate slightly as the economy improves and more people are likely to list their homes. Um, 
But uh, yeah, we, we should expect strong price growth uh, for the coming year, I would say. All right. Well, NAR's data also indicates as of the end of February, housing inventory remained at a record low of 1.03 million units and was down by a record decline of 29.5% from a year ago. And additionally, NAR's data also indicates properties typically sold in 20 days, which was a record low as well. So we've continued to see an incredibly hot housing market and our country's inventory remains a question of concern. So what are you seeing in consumer search habits and what does Zillow's data tell us about home buyer demand at this time yeah i think i think that's just it you laid it all all out there i mean people love to to focus on that down 30 percent year over year stat with inventory and it's important don't get me wrong but to me the bigger factor there and the, the 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 more important metric is that 20 days on market that you mentioned um homes are just selling so quickly they're flying off the shelves and as i mentioned earlier that's kind of dampening the overall stock of for sale inventory. Now, again, we've seen new listing activity kind of slow to begin the year, but um, you know, early signals suggest that that was sort of a temporary slowdown. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, the, the, the low days on market really emphasize the elevated levels of demand um, that we're seeing in the market. Um, you know, we see that in our data as well, visits to our site remain very strong. And in particular, people are really seeking out uh, you know, are more increasingly, uh, you know, interested in using digital tools to like 3D tours or having a virtual tour with an agent, things like that, that allow them to gather as much information as possible um, in order to be the most ready <laughs> to, to make a decision on a house. It's so competitive out there that, you know, people are looking for any advantage they can gather. And a lot of these digital tools that we offer are, um, are enabling them to do so. So, um, you know, yeah, levels of, of demand are, are still very strong, as I mentioned before, uh, and that shines through in, in our metrics as well. That's really interesting. Well, you know, I'd like to continue the discussion on inventory and this next question, it's kind of a three-part question, so bear with me here, yeah. but what factors do you think need to happen to get more homes on the market? And, you know, what is, what is your data saying about how potential home sellers are feeling about putting their houses on the market? And, you know, from your perspective, are you optimistic that more people are going to be putting their houses on the market this year? Yeah, no, it's it's the big question, right? And I think, I, as I mentioned earlier, um, I, I think in part this slowdown in new listing activity does appear to be at least in part affected by the harsh winter weather conditions that we've experienced through most of the country in the past couple of months. So there are early signs that activity has increased in recent weeks as the weather has continued to improve. Um, you know, another big factor is, of course, the pandemic, right? It's it's easy to sort of dismiss as it's all encompassing every day. But, you know, the, the, the pandemic is still going to drive the market going forward. Our figures suggest that, you know, 70% of homeowners say they'd be mostly or completely comfortable moving to a new home uh, as uh, vaccine distribution is more widespread. And that's about that's a you know up from 52% from before um, you know vaccine distribution uh, was a was sufficiently widespread let's say so a difference of about 14 million homes so all that is to say is um, you know as more vaccines are rolled out as the economy continues to improve reopen as the labor market starts to improve and continues to show strength 
Um, I think all of those are going to combine to more confidence from the uh, perspective of home sellers to list their homes in the market, take advantage of these rising prices and low uh, time on market, let's say. Um, so all those combined offer me confidence that we will see some inventory improvements uh, in the coming year and that this extreme sort of tightness that we're seeing um, should start to abate. Um, but as I mentioned before, I think that, you know, homes are selling so quickly that uh, we're not going to see sort of a, an about turn uh, in overall inventory stock uh, anytime soon. It's going to be sort of a gradual change. Really, really great insight here. But, you know, before we go, lastly, is there anything else that you'd like to add today or anything else our listeners should know? No, I think that's it. And I think we covered a lot here. So the key dynamics in, in the housing market uh, for the time. But uh, yeah, it was great chatting with you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate your time and thank you for joining us on Housing Wire Daily. Thanks. Take care. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing Housing Wire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.